Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Hey, this is Jess Malboy, proud to be heard on the beautiful Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to Been There, Done That on Joy 94.9. Chris here and um. Joined in the studio today, as always, by Gordon. Yeah, that's Hi, me. That's you. Yeah. And young Philip. Lurking in the corner, just oh, watching what's going down. You haven't been in the naughty corner again? Oh, I've spent my childhood in the naughty corner. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few politicians that should be in the naughty oh, corner. Oh, you're not wrong there, Narelle, I tell you. Have you noticed that uh, they've stopped? sending schools into one of the parliaments. I'm not sure whether it was state or federal. It was state of Victoria. But it would apply to both. And that is that the school kids were actually totally freaked out at the behaviour at question time. I don't blame them. I wouldn't be. We, we would never have been allowed to act like that when we were in the classroom. Oh, no, we were little angels. Well, well, you've got no, we would have been told to stand with our nose You've got the, the cuts. Yeah, six of the best. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> The, the parliament, the way they, they carry on, is it, it's pure theatre. That's all it is. But young children wouldn't understand the fact that it is theatre because it, they just that's the only chance they get up there. They can get up there and sort of sling mullock at one another. Perhaps they should have uh, access to some of the committee sessions. No, oh, that's better, yeah, where they could see what's actually going on, how yeah, they actually work. The toing and froing. Yeah, and how they work out how to, to get the bills through and all the rest of it. Yeah. 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 It's one of those things that as, as you become an adult, you learn to live with or you ignore it. Well, that's true. Mm. And, of course, we've adopted the Westminster system, except in Queensland where the, oh. the, uh, the Premier of the day didn't seem to know what that was all about. Well, the, um, yeah, because they, they're, they're only uh, unicameral, aren't they? They only have one, one house. Oh, no, have... no, no. I'm talking about a past Premier. Oh, the past Premier. Oh, yeah, well, one of his underlings is still in Parliament, in, in Federal Parliament, with a, and commonly called Mr Potato Head. Is he? Mm. How unkind. How unkind, yes. If you watch Sean McAuliffe, that's what he does. <laughs> no, epithets yeah. like that are not really called for your old four-eyed monster. No, it's not. Here we they're are. Not, they're not. But I'm, I'm only we're, with, we're all sitting here with our four eyes going. Yes, everybody's wearing four eyes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it's quite a I hope our listener isn't. No, that's true. No, 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 no. If you've got your sight, you've got to maintain it in good condition. And if you need glasses to read, don't be so proud that you can't get a set of glasses. Oh, well, as you get older, everything starts breaking down. And not those $2 glasses from the chemist. They're only magnifiers. That's all they do, yeah. They don't correct the deficiencies I'm, of your cataract, mm, your lens in mm. your eyes, or your, or the floaties that go around in it. Mm. or the, All those things that happen with your yeah, eyes. I'm yes. wearing chemist glasses. Are you? I am. Oh, I'm sorry. And I had my eyes checked, 
and that my prescription would be 2.33 and cost hundreds of dollars. For $20, I got 2.0s and I'm seeing fine. And I don't have all the other little things. Lucky you. Excuse me, and when did you have your retina check last? At that very visit, the the back of your eye thing and all that stuff. You get that lovely orange ball. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still saying that wasn't me. Because I'm looking out, it doesn't look like that at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I started out by sitcrising or criticising our parliaments and their their sometimes behaviour and the Westminster system that we operate under. That is presumably because we all came from the rule of Britain back in the days when mm, that's right. They yeah. were discovering well, countries and that's right. painting well, them red on the world map. Well, we were ruled by Britain, and we have we're still ruled by Britain in a certain way, with the Queen as being our head of state. Our Parliament is a mixture of the British system with the House of Commons and the House of Lords. But we went for the House of Commons in the in the lower house here in Australia. But we went for uh, something like the Senate in America for the upper house. That's where we get the the, the Senate from. It's yeah. not that it's not we could didn't have lords that could be the House of Lords in Australia. No, but the Senate is actually a collection of gentlemen or ladies who've been elected by the people. By the people. Yeah. As six, is the lower case. Six six, six to each state. Yeah. Um, and they are spo- actually the Senate are supposed to be there to make sure that their state gets an equal share of everything. But these days that doesn't happen. No, it's just it's just some go for broke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do what you want. Mm. But Rome had the Senate mm. with senators. Mm. Boy, did they get up to trouble sometimes. Oh, they, they would kill them on the floor, oh, didn't big they? Julie, <laughs> big Julie. Big Julie. <laughs> big Julie copters. Yeah, but, oh. but, but we're talking about Britain. Of course, we've just finished with the Commonwealth Games. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're the collection of Westminster system well, we don't all, parliaments, yeah. possibly. Oh, you're yeah. saying that Parliament wasn't the Games. There's another thing. Oh, there was. Yeah, there was. They were, they were all oh. meeting up on the Gold Coast. Oh, those men in speedos. Yeah, that's right. Yes, oh, I the, remember oh, that. the ones that are diving off the platforms. Yes, I didn't see much diving. Didn't you? I just saw bodies. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see anything. My schedule was so taken up that I didn't yeah, get there, to there, see much at all. There was some. I watched a fair bit of it. There was some wonderful, wonderful stuff on it. The three Australian women that ran the ten thousand meters that waited for the last lady to come in, who was four minutes behind, and they just gave her. Her, um, they stood there and uh, embraced her when she came through the line. And to I be thought, fair, though, they were puffed out and couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had, had had about four minutes rest. Uh, but, and then the uh, the other thing that I really really loved was the para games, where they put the people with the with disabilities in as just normal competitors, you know, I've, against themselves. I felt of that course, that integration was a wonderful step. Oh, it was just so so is wonderful. It, is it the first time the first time it's been done? First time wow. it's been done, and that was caused by Kurt Fernley. Kurt Fernley, the bloke that yeah. in the wheelchair that won the marathon, he said to them that they should be in the same games. They shouldn't be uh, isolated after lace, isolated as their own, and that they should be. In, instiga- it, it yeah. integrated into the thing yeah, and that's what they did breaking down of discrimination yeah, yeah. And I thought it was absolutely wonderful you know and, and even when the swimmers the, the all the swimmers the um, dis- disabled swimmers who have other difficulties that, you know one of, mm-hmm. I saw one bloke swimming in a, in a freestyle he only had one arm but boy could he kick and he yeah. was going along quite well but apparently everybody stood and applauded when they finished their races yeah, because they were just so good. Well, that they were still providing such a spectacle, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and the speeds that they were going mm. were totally incredible. Mm. Yeah. You and I couldn't even do that. 
and we're supposed to be able-bodied. Yeah, uh, that'd and, be and about there right. They are. Mm. They, they're. Yeah, uh, but it was. They were. I thought they they showed what true sportsmanship should be. How they embraced one another mm. when they were doing things. Uh, if they lost, they didn't worry. They helped help one another, and and it was a total. Um, change from what we'd seen with the cricket, with that mm. ball tampering crap. You know, yeah. it was just it was just pure. There was one example I saw though was the women's basketball, mm. and they got a silver medal. Yeah, and you could see the pain on her face. Oh yeah, that she was didn't the, get that, the that, gold. That, they didn't get the gold. The Brit- British beat them at the gold. But you yeah. need to step back and say, I've got a silver medal. Yeah, look yeah. at all the people who didn't get anything. Yes, this is right. You know, and it was wonderful to see so many other of the smaller countries winning gold medals. It yeah. was it was really lovely. I thought I thought it was sort of spreading the love around, basically. Well, you know? yes, but, but we're, we're being all generous and nice now because we know we had the most. Oh no, no, <laughs> I, I I was always keen to see somebody else come up. You know, I. Like no, I want to see us on top. I'm sick of seeing the other way. Well, we were on top anyhow. You know, you're <laughs> home game advantage. Yeah, your home game advantage. Mm. Uh, but don't forget, of course, that uh, back on the 19th of April 1984, the Australian colours of green and gold were nominated. Apart from the, the red, white, and blue, mm. or other colours that Australia had been known by, the green and gold. See, before that time, we, we did have green and gold, but it was different colours of green and different colours mm. of gold all the time, you know. Um, everybody that designed uh, uh, the costumes for the Olympics or the uh, or the Commonwealth Games, they would do green and gold, but it would be different colours of green and gold. But now they have decided that it has to be a colour, and that's it, these certain colour green and a certain colour gold. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, back in my mother's day, uh, she had a cookbook that she gave to me, from when I set out living on my own. And it was a green and gold cookbook. Cookbook. Mm-hmm. Back in the see, 1920s. See, green and gold has always been... The, the, yeah. the, the, the gold came from the wattle the, and the green was the leaves. It was actually the wattle colour. Yeah. That, that wattle is basically a, a native plant of Australia. I don't know whether there's any in Africa because we, we're part of Africa anyhow. Yeah. When we drifted apart. But the green and gold is all... And it's you, you can get wattle anywhere in Australia at any time of the year. It, yeah. it grows all the year round in certain spots. It, it, it flowers. It, it flowers all around the country yeah, at different at times. Different times. So we've always got green and gold. But mm. you know how that came about? Why? They wanted to know what colours to use, and mm. they said, "What will we use?" That, that uh-huh. yeah, it yeah, turned yeah. into a statement. Certain statements. We we'll yeah. use what Also on this date, the national anthem was uh, finally locked down as Advance Australia Fair. We had had to have a vote on that, didn't we? We, There was uh, Advance Australia Fair, there was um, uh, Walsh and Matilda and the Song of Australia, which is, we used to have to do it in WA and you would have done it in South Australia. I did, And we were the only two states that did it. Yes. So that's why they all... once again, we were bullied out of it. Yeah, bullied out of it. And we all know the lyrics. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah, well, we good. found they were explaining how that comes from the German for girdle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. We don't want to show our full size, do we? we no, no, we have we a sort of girdle. Suck it, yeah, in. suck it in, suck it in, <laughs> sausage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, but the, um, that's the the thing with that, you know, and but the it was very interesting the opening ceremony to that with the with the indigenous. Uh, of the Commonwealth Games I'm talking about, they had a whole indigenous situation, which was absolutely wonderful, you know. And and one of the wonders of of, of Australian society, we're now starting to understand the reason why dances are done, why 
paintings are representing things mm. in a certain way, mm, mm. Uh, the connection to country well, uh, and, and everything. And there we are. Uh, what did we have at the Olympics in, in Sydney and what did we have in the Olympics in Melbourne? Yeah, we had the Victor Motor Mower and we had all, yeah, all, all those sort of stupid they, things. They were, of, but they weren't of, stupid. They were things that Australia had invented. Oh, oh yes, yes, the wine. <laughs> yeah, the wine cask and the, yeah. and the Victor and the <laughs> Hills Hoist and a few other things, yeah. But this time it was a different statement yeah. of pride. Yeah. I can't understand why we have ignored 60,000 years of peoples living here in Australia and we just t- totally and utterly ignore most of it all the time, which is to me it's is wrong. It's cheaper that way. Yeah, I guess it is. I just <laughs> I just find it so wrong. It's um, it, I, these beautiful well, people. Well, I, I think it's our growing pride in our total community, which is suddenly starting to coalesce where oh, it hadn't in, the, in quite a few years there. But we've still got a few deadheads in the... <coughs> in power that don't believe it Mm. and uh, coming up on the European Song Contest on the 8th of May we've got Jess Mowboy who opened our show today yes and she's also she also sang at the Commonwealth Games as well Uh, one of the openings or closing I'm not sure which I think was the opening well she's got her song We Got Love We Got Uh, Love here on Joy why do we always feel like we need to try why do we believe that we need to be somebody else to feel alive? Why do we make, why do we keep making the same mistakes And believing that it won't make a difference if we try to break away? Joy, out, loud, proud. You're with Phil, Chris and Gordon. Been there, done that on Joy 94.9. Thanks for being with us and thanks for your various email feedbacks. Mm. Uh, We appreciate those comments very much, Lee. And you can write to us at beentheir at joy.org.au. And if you want to hear it again, you go to joy.org.au, click on podcasts, look for Been There, Done That, and you can get all this nonsense all over again. <laughs> but from way do, back, from way back. We do thank you that, that are our podcast listeners. Mm. It's uh, stat- satisfying to read the statistics, <laughs> putting my teeth back in. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to know that uh, despite the fact that we go out at odd hours, you can still catch up with us. But we're an odd lot anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock at night and 5 o'clock at the morning. We're we are not definitely there. Odd. We are definitely not live at those <laughs> we, two times. We do have podcast listeners, though. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. in their hundreds. Yes, in the hundreds. And yes. last month in March, Joy, as an organisation had 36,861 downloads. Oh, you went and counted but, them, did you? No, they're on the sign behind you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so we're not a big proportion of the total, but we're out there and we matter. We've got a few that matter, yes. yes. And it's very easy to listen to. Mm. So tell your friends. One other thing that's, that's coming up on TV next Wednesday evening mm. at 7.30 in the evening mm-hmm. for two hours is a wonderful Grammy Salute to Elton John. 
Well, he deserves a salute, really. But oh, he, maybe a vigorous wave. A vigorous wave or something <laughs> like that, yeah. But that man has done so much for music as well as for the community that I just think it's a, it's a wonderful thing to do, quite frankly. I just... He's, he's, he's just turned 71. Yeah, and he writes great music. Uh, he and Benny Torpin have written some huge songs. He's made millions of dollars out of it, of course, but then he's also given away millions of dollars to great yeah. charities like the AIDS councils and things. I, yeah. Indeed. This particular Grammy salute, it's called Elton John, I'm Still Standing, oh. a Grammy salute, was actually aired on uh, CBS in the US uh, about a week ago on the 10th of April. And we're getting it fairly quickly thereafter. And I'm reading a report from the Advocate uh, newspaper, uh, no, magazine from the US, uh, indicating that there's other people included in this particular Grammy uh, salute. They all sing Elton John covers, Alicia Cara, Miley Cyrus, Keisha, Sam Smith, Miranda Limebert, John Legend, Ed Sheeran, and Lady Gaga. Mm. So there's a lot of talent there, oh, and yeah. he's sitting there looking at it all, and he will sing a couple of versions of his own songs. He will be singing I'm Still Standing from his 83 album, Too Low for Zero. And I don't know, there's not very many people of our generations that haven't got a CD or three of Elton John because he was, as you said, such a landmark act. He he not only did perform on stage, but some of the parties that he had were really, really, really over the top when he was when he had his own private parties and birthdays and things. He would go for it. Uh, I, I don't know where he got all his ideas for his various costumes, but uh, th- those white glasses mm. with the star mm. burst around them, they were totally oh, well, yes, weird well, it, at that time. Yeah, and they're but, even novel now. But even like, Dame Edna was wearing those sort of glasses, so he probably went to the same, <laughs> same optician or somewhere. Oh, well... I'm she? pretty sure some of his ideas were chemically induced they could for have been, that part of his career. Do you remember that Dame Edna actually had a song called I Wish I Had Sung Like Elton? Yeah, that's right. I yes, wish yes. I had a boy like him. <laughs> <laughs> she would put him on a knee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I should have brought that one in. I've got it somewhere. Yeah, it, it, it was, um, he's, he's a great entertainer and, and that's all you can say about him and, and a very generous man as well. I and he's been happily married to his partner now for, or well, together for a number of years. They've David been married Furnish for a few. Yeah, they've been married for a few. And they do have two children, two kids. Yeah, mm. and the two children are related. Too, they come from the same mother. Are mm. they? Mm. Wow! Mm. And I would imagine that they're still in contact with the mother. Oh, I'd say so. Yes, yes. But I went to an Elton John concert at mm. Festival Hall mm. many, many years ago. He did three hours on stage mm. of his own stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just at the time when John Lennon had been killed and he's Sean Lennon's godfather. So they finished, they did their encores, left the stage, came back in about 10 minutes and did another hour of Beatles songs, oh. unrehearsed. And it was we were exhausted because we'd had his whole show mm. and then the, the additional show, which is just beyond description because mm. it, it mm. just sounded so good. But that's how generous the man is. It's yeah. just, just unbelievable and just unbelievably talented. Sir Reggie White. Yep, you don't um, hang around with him just on luck. No, no. You have a bit of talent. Yeah. So we can watch that on the television on Wednesday at yes, 7.30. that's right, on in Channel In between 9. the ads. 
Well, would you believe that in her version of the song Lady Gaga is singing your song, Mm. you will see that she has donned sparkling spectacles and feathers to croon the hit. Oh, well. So let's have a listen to the hit. Lady Gaga's version. That's right. Your song. Your song. Sorry. Thank you. It's a little bit funny This feeling inside I'm not one of those who can Easily hide I don't have much money But then again, no, a woman who makes potions on a traveling show. I know it's not much, but it's the best I can do. My gift is my song, and this one's for you. And you can tell it. Is your song It may be quite simple But now that it's done I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind That I put down in words How wonderful life is Now you're in the You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. Thanks to all our podcast listeners. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex elders and their allies are invited to burn up the dance floor for all the Queen's Men's Monthly Dance Club. No dance experience is needed and all welcome with catering and drinks provided. The venue is wheelchair accessible. For dates and location, head to the website allthequeensmen.net slash projects to RSVP, email Tristan at allthequeensmen.net or call 0421 572 221. A community message brought to you by Joy 94.9. Now, I think I just recognised someone's voice. Oh, that was me talking about the um, All the Queen's Men. Yeah. And uh, they've got a new thing going for the the Seniors Dance Club. They, with arrangements with the Arts Centre down in St Kilda Road, they're given seats to go and see different shows. And they're going to be talking about it afterwards, and then they're hoping to get it podcast and so that it could go on a radio station or something like that as, as a bit of a promo. But Friday night, we went, uh, Saturday night, I beg your pardon, we went and saw briefs at the Spiegel tent. And the Spiegel tent had been damaged a little bit by the rain and the storm that happened. Well, I hope the briefs didn't shrink in the... Oh, they couldn't have shrunk much more because some of the times they were completely off. It was it, was, it was a burlesque. Briefs is a burlesque show. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were, the, the men were, with, n- were naked and... It was a boy burlesque. Boy burlesque, boy, yes. Boys, boys only. Boys yeah. only. So it wasn't a legal drama? 
No. And they were discussing their briefs. No, no. Oh, I had the wrong show. Yeah, you had the wrong <laughs> show. Very, very clever stuff. And, of course, the MC acknowledged the elder gay and lesbian community members who were in the audience. And he was actually crying when he was talking about us being heroes for putting up with all the crap and nonsense that we've had to put up with all the years. Yeah, and it was really lovely. And afterwards, we had photos taken with them. And it was a, a very nice night. And the next show we're going to see is Anthony and Cleopatra, the um, Shakespearean play. So that's going to be good. But that's uh, from All the Queen's Men's Senior Elders Dance Club, which is May, will be at the Fitzroy Town Hall on the first Thursday of the month at 5.30. Are they going to have an attempt at Humpty Dumpty? Sitting on a wall. No, because all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Oh, but us queens so can will do the queen's anything. men get it done? All the queens can do anything, you know that. Or at least make a really nice quiche. Oh, yes, something. <laughs> Coming up is a very, diff- very different day, isn't it? Earth Day, the 22nd of April, mm-hmm. uh, 1970, was the first time it was celebrated. Yeah. It's a rather interesting concept that we we should focus not on ourselves, not on our immediate neighbourhood or our friends and family, but we should think about the earth. We've only got one earth and we've got to live on it. We all have to live here, that's for sure. We have to think about our actions though. We certainly do. the, The reason for the original Earth Day was in 1969 they had a very big oil spill in Santa Barbara, California. Mm. Were you there at the time? No. 1969, I was nine years old. Oh, okay then. (laughs) I didn't cause the oil spill, if that's what you're (laughs) suggesting. And I bet the people that spoiled it got out of it. But once again, that was a particular situation that could have been avoided. Presumably, the oil spill was from a tanker, and it spoiled all the beaches. And that heavy oil, that crude oil, is nasty poisonous stuff but it kills all the sea life and the and the seabirds and everything like that it's not only the the human beings yeah. but then it affects the rest of you the um natural it's is one, um, thing. one thing you do when you make a mess in california you upset a lot of people who like to protest and the anti-vietnam protesters got together with senator nelson and they had environmental teach-ins they had sit-ins and all sorts of things. Oh, a very 1960 right. sort of thing mm. and um yeah, that, that sort of finished up being Earth Day when they were discussing the cause of the problem, the massive solution to try to clean up, yeah. and how, I guess, avoiding such things and being aware is more important than just saying yeah. sorry afterwards. But they've had, they've had several of those um, bad oil spills, like Exxon Valdez up in, uh, in Alaska, up in Alaska wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. And that went everywhere. That was just a shocking thing. But, but they got out of it. And yeah. we'll be told it'll never happen again mm. until oh. it does. Yeah, and sometimes we can classify uh, atomic reactor explosions no, yeah, as well, grand a, examples of, another, uh, of abuse of the, of the mm. earth. Um, but for the first two decades, until about 1990, the, this environmental movement was restricted to the U.S. But about 1990, it was taken abroad to 144 other countries. Well, it's, everybody's got to be involved in it, don't well, they? Well, it's the whole... There's one yeah, Earth. There's one Earth. We've, we've all got right. to do something about it. And if yes. someone's pooing in one corner, we've got to sort of clean call it up them, in the clean other it up mm. in the other. Mm. That's right. Mm. And even these days, as you were saying earlier, though, Gordon, Australia now has an environmental conscience. Yes. Although sometimes I think some people, when they're talking about brown coal, admittedly just 
put they, that out of their mind. Haven't got a clue. Oh no! Mm-hmm. To get on your bike and poly pass it. I read a report. There was a little uh, girl up in Cairns. She's been doing the, uh, a thing for a couple of years now, and that's to stop plastic straws. Because she says plastic straws in drink bottles and everything go everywhere. They get in the ocean. They, um, the fish get tangled with them, the turtles and all the rest of it. And she's been trying to get rid of the plastic straws. Well, the Cairns Council finally agrees to ditch single-use plastic straws. Mm. And that's incredible for a little girl, 10-year-old. She's won this particular battle to phase out straws, plastic straws. Well, we know that the plastic ones are actually replacing paper ones, Mm. which are a little friendlier. But it was only about 100 years ago that the paper straws were actually... Made from cigarette rolling machines or something, were they? Yeah, that's right. And they they put some grease around them or something. That's right, a little bit of... But So that that was, uh, once again, a one-use thing. But mm. it, at least it was a biodegradable mm. Uh, mm. object. Why do we need drinking straws? Are we that precious that our lips cannot touch a bottle or a can? Your lippy, I mean, really? lippy gets smudged. Oh, does it? Well, <laughs> well you see some people... Lipstick's more biodegradable than a plastic straw. Yeah, yeah, and you see people sucking through plastic straws when they're drinking their cocktails and stuff because they don't want to get their lipstick done, or, yeah, you know. Or their nose tangled yeah. up with a little uh, umbrella. Umbrella umbrella up the <laughs> nose, yeah. But but there's, there's also, there's not only the plastic straws, there's the plastic bags that the big supermarkets are going to be phasing out. And some of them have started. Well, bags in South all. Australia, they haven't mm. had one use plastic mm. supermarket bags for quite a few years yeah, now, yeah. at least two years. Yeah. Uh, but they've got the container deposit return Oh, yeah, that's scheme, right. Well, that's another great thing. Yeah. They're a bit ahead of us. Although we used to have bottle returns when of I was a kid. Of course we did. That's how we made our pocket money. That's right. Go around and pick up all the dead marines that were around. And I'm talking about bottles. Yeah. But, but people have to be aware when they're using <clears throat> reusable supermarket bags that you've got to separate your meat from other products. And if you have a leakage you do have to dispose of that bag because of bacterial growth and all oh, sorts yeah, of horrible yeah. things. Well, people see, I, have been getting sick. See, I, I see people grabbing one of those thin plastic things to put fruit in and they'll put one banana in it or one tomato in the bag. So, I'm, I'm, most fruits are already pre-wrapped by nature. Well, they are pre-wrapped nature. by nature. <laughs> yes, you just, yeah. I just throw them in my bag and they just go home. Your bananas are pretty safe. Your bananas are pretty safe, yeah, but that's our oranges and, and those mm. sort of things. The outer leaves of a lettuce uh, are the good wrappings. That's right. I always pick up the, the iceberg lettuces when they've got lots of leaves on the outside because they're the protection. Would you use an iceberg lettuce in a Titanic salad? <laughs> <laughs> Probably you would. Think. Or was that bad taste? <laughs> no. No, oh, no, very tasty. Very tasty, but they <laughs> you wouldn't use cos, because that's what would happen. Well, cos, because <laughs> it might sink. Oh, golly. Yeah, but, it's, it's, but we've, got to, we've got to look after what we have here, and that's One of the, the biggest astritises that we have lurking around, apart from plastic, which is bad enough in itself, is the pollution from war. Well, there's, there's so many old armaments left lying around all around the world, actually, and they're, they're still digging up landmines in Vietnam and all those sort of places where, yeah. they would, where they were put in the ground. And people are still losing legs and limbs and what have you. It's not, and now they've started on gassing people. Oh, you just wonder where humanity is going when you get these sort of things that are happening. The armaments are the big reason for America's wealth, wealth. because their whole wealth is predicated on the sale of arms all around the world. 
Yeah, and but not only the U.S. Oh, Britain, France, Germany, Moscow, R- Russia, a lot uh, of them. Austria, some yeah. of these countries. Yeah. They, they. But Mr. Trumbull wants in our yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah. He says we can sell arms. Yeah. It's a growth industry. I haven't right. got enough. I've only got two, and I don't want to get rid of them. I've got the right to bear arms. Yes, we've got a short sleeve shirt. We've got bear arms at the moment, yeah. We shouldn't be even entering into that monstrous sale of stuff like that. That's but the in, trouble when you can only see dollar signs, there's no that's morality. Right. Well, that's what you see. You see dollar signs with everything these days. Getting back to plastic, they reckon they're out in the middle of the Pacific. There's a huge island of, of, of plastic. It's yeah. all swirling yeah. around. Yeah. And so many... Oh, there was a whale that was beached recently mm, and yeah. it had died from whale, ingestion uh, of, of plastics. plastics. Yeah. Well, see, that the, the theme for Earth Day 2018 is end plastic pollution. Mm. I'm so, trying to do my bit. Hope everybody else is trying as well. Well, it doesn't take much, but I would hope that we can start to create local industries that do transform the the plastic waste that we Mm. generate. Mm. They're incorporating pellets of plastic into road-based materials, Mm. Mm. which is good, which saves asphalt, Mm. which is a petroleum product. That's right. And those sort of things. But we want to know the total life cycle of plastic Mm. and make it into a loop rather than a a one-way street, create it. Use it once, then build it it into a road, Mm. and it's still not repurposed. Mm. Mm. One person who can help reduce the use of plastic in the world is Yoko Ono. Why? Because she's got the plastic Ono band that she used to have with John Lennon. (laughs) If they disband, that's one little thing towards a better end. Our community is stronger with joy. Become a member, joy.org.au. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris been there, done that on Joy 94.9. Thanks for being with us. Gordon, back in 1551... Oh, I I remember it well. (laughs) No, you do not. Stop it. There was the last outbreak of a deadly sweating sickness which was running through England at the time. It was characterised by violent inflammation as seen in acute stomach cramps, headache, muscle pain, lethargy and extensive foul-smelling perspiration. Sign me up. Woo, yeah, I know. Survival (laughs) rates for those who contracted the disease were 1%. Hello? I want the acute stomach. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slim, six-pack. Uh, yeah. But no, that that's not a particularly good survival rate. It wasn't the same as the plague that had been going around previously, uh, as the symptom of foul perspiration was unique. The, this particular epidemic eventually showed a rapid and fatal course. But then it died out. But that... that- just proves, Chris, that throughout history they've always had diseases that come and go. Yeah. You know, they, they, they come and they make a hell of an impact and they kill lots of people and there's no cure for them. Of course, in those days, in 1551, they would have probably just stuck a leech on you and said, bleed you to death or something. Well, they, they didn't realise that it was a virus. Mm. Then well, they didn't know a... what viruses were then, did they? No. They, just, they were just um, in the dark ages and they wouldn't have had a clue. But, but see, they, they didn't have internal plumbing. No. They would have had communal water fountains or wells. That's right, yeah. And which so would have been sunk into the same earth that they the, were... The, the, who went into it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so but, it's it gives us no surprise that they had diseases we don't have now. Yes, well, and of course they had the Black Plague and the, and all yeah, those sort of things. But that, all those or, seem to die out after a period of time, mm, mm. and that just shows the mutation ability of the virus. But of course, with every 
generation of such viruses, it's survival of the fittest portion of the virus that keeps going on to the next generation. Yeah, but do, do you think that with those sort of viruses, the body gradually builds up an immunity to them it could and well it stops do. the virus from continuing? They haven't got anything else to do, so they just pass away. You know, yeah. the virus passes away rather than yeah. the human being. And I think this is the the ultimate thing with a lot of things because even in the other plagues and things that have happened, there have always been people that survived and didn't succumb to them. We need to point out that modern disease prevention is done with vaccinations. That's right. And they are not to be ignored. There well, is no plan B. Well, and they're still, well, we've got to get done ready for the coming flu epidemic, of course. Although there is some move, Phil, to consider that biological management of viruses is ignoring the fact that there are folk remedies that actually have got potent components mm. that we need mm. to uh, mm. identify. Mm. But I guess a, a virus is a different battle to like polio and yeah, measles that's and right. those sort yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, I guess modern medicine needs to open its eyes to alternatives. Well, they have done yeah. this with the but HIV. But not to the point with, of being anti-vaxxers. Yeah, but with but HIV, look, what they started out with um, AZT. AZT and they've just gone on and on and on and on. So now they've got this, this Travada or whatever it is or the, the chemicals that they've yeah. got in that now that can, can completely... That's um, the power of desperation, though. They literally tried everything they could think of. That's right. Until yeah. something worked. But then they've got it. They've, they've now got it out so that you uh, HIV people can have... Um, completely negative results in their blood tests and they're mm-hmm. quite, uh, as long as they keep taking their, their um, But we still don't know whether in fact that might mean that the final one cell that's the nasty, it might be lodged in your brain or some mm-hmm. other organ mm-hmm. of the body and it will still kill. Yeah. We don't know that. Taking However, the, the advocate is telling us that the PrEP pill that you've been mm, talking mm, about, Truvada, mm. is actually now uh, being formulated so that it is a once-a-week pill oh, rather right. than a daily, daily one. pill. Mm-hmm. So that would be wonderful because uh, this particular PrEP combination, it stops HIV from making a DNA copy of its mm. genes, mm-hmm. which can then be inserted into a, a human cell, but it's blocking the integrated bug inside cells from being converted back into viruses. That's right. Also now they have um, started experimenting with organ transplants between HIV people. Some people that have got a bad liver or something, rather they can get a, a from a, a somebody that may have perhaps died from HIV that has a, a that sort of undetectable and, and viral still got a, a working liver. Yeah, yeah, wow. and and they're they're doing it. They've had they've had quite a few done in America, and they it's it's going quite well apparently at the moment but not a lot of not a lot is being done but they won't be able to do that to the ordinary community because no, if they if you told the ordinary community you were getting a medicine is my is really moving on oh we live year in, by year we live and, in and we don't times. know what's going to happen that's happening right there. Yeah, it's the same with cancers and all sorts of things they they have so many great cures these days are you for, saying it's getting better it's getting better. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the aim, isn't it? That's the to aim. Get better. Yeah, it's got to get better. Now, a couple of things that we would like to finish up with. Would you believe that um, England, UK, Britain, whatever it's called these days, uh, I'm sorry, I'm UK, not being I insulting, think. UK, it's not necessarily the UK because Scotland and Wales are now seeking their own identities. Yep. So. The the kingdom is not united anymore. Gay Star News is reporting that a gender-neutral activist will return to court 
in the UK this coming week because this particular person, Christy, has been fighting to carry a passport that reflects gender neutrality. And Christy is not of the binary. And Australia has already got an X on our passports. That's right, yes. But which believe Britain doesn't. Well... And they're still not able to get their head around the concept that it's discriminatory yeah, but that's, to that's, actually only have the binary. But that's systems all around the world. Like that, oh, we, not we, necessarily. We, no, but you see, there's, you go, I'm just Australia, going back. Denmark, Germany, Malta, Pakistan, yeah. they all Look already at it. do that. That's right. But then, again, it's the same with being a gay person or something, rather. There yeah. are, I think there's something like 37 of the 53 Commonwealth countries. They have a huge thing about being gay. They don't want well, it. They, they, homosexuality people, homosexuality is still can, Yeah, that's right, yeah. So it it's, it's stands to reason that there are some things that the some countries are a little bit behind on, you know. It was... It's, uh, uh, I think the Commonwealth countries. Well, the uh, Commonwealth countries are head of head of the mother country, Britain. I think that's the problem. You know, we've we've already got it, but they haven't. Mm. And I, I I can't see it hasn't made any difference to us applying for a passport. No, no, you know. but we, we have got a package of anti discrimination bills here in Australia. Mm. We've decriminalised same sex relations. We've. Uh, prohibited discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Mm. We enforce laws against threats of violence to protect LGBTI people from hate crimes. And there is consultation and dialogue between the national GLBTI organisations and most levels of of government here in Australia. But but we've still got, we're still fighting other things as well. Oh, we certainly are, but but we've got it. We've got got a lot of things that are good. Yeah, we've We've got got a lot of good things going for us. But there's a little bit of hypocrisy in the UK because the people who wanted the X put in mm. was told that it was prohibitively expensive at £2 million to do that. And now that they're Brexiting, they're going to spend £480 million changing the colour of the passport from burgundy to navy blue. So why don't Yet they just printing? Do it all at once. Why do they have to change it from burgundy to navy blue, for God's oh, sake? Oh, well... The governments have got to do something. The burgundy <laughs> was the colour that was adopted when... The oh, when they joined the common market. Yeah. Oh, right. Prior yeah. to that, it was a blue. Oh, right. My British passport is burgundy, yeah. It's about time for us to say cheery boo, but let's go with... Judy Small, our oh, own. Lovely. Don't let your children be influenced by queers. It's a wonderful little inspirational song that Judy's put together. Long time ago she did this. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.
Australia's only LGBTI radio station, Joy. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.